when it comes to online business, there's a few things that you hear as advice over and over and over again. And if you've been searching for any amount of time for tips for your online business, then I'm sure you've heard somebody say that you need to have a niche. You've probably even heard of people talking about niching down. So if you're looking for how to niche down and what a niche is for your teachers pay teacher store, then this is the video for you. In this video, we're gonna talk about what a niche is, how to figure out what your niche is going to be, and also just kind of like how far is too far and like all of that navigating the weird waters of niches. Now, if you're watching this because you're a new Teachers Pay Teacher seller, I do have two freebies for you. So I have one that is a checklist for getting started. So if you haven't started yet, go check that out and it will tell you all the things that you need. And the other one is if you have already started but you're still pretty new, it's your roadmap to your first $1,000 on teachers pay teachers so it tells you you know what order to do things in so that you can kind of navigate the wide wide world that is teachers pay teachers and all the advice that people give on the internet like I do you're welcome now that being said let's talk about your niche so a niche is just your little corner of the internet basically it's where what you like to do and create intersects with what people actually buy wherever that intersects, that is your niche. Things that you like and enjoy and things that people are actually purchasing. So there may be some things you love and you're really excited about that people aren't as interested in. And there might be some things that maybe you don't love quite as much that people are really excited about. And so you kind of have to find a balance of what is gonna work for you in terms of that. Niches are really important because it basically tells the buyer that everything in this store is for them. So it's kind of like when I go into my favorite store, J. Crew Factory. When I walk into J. Crew Factory, I'm not gonna lie, I want everything. I want to buy all of the clothes because I love pretty much everything they make. It is like, it's like, it's a problem. It's a problem <laughs> like I, because I will just spend all of my money because I love everything that they make. And that's what you want for your store. You want people to go to your store and be like, I love everything and I want everything because that is gonna be your perfect customer. Now, sometimes people are scared to niche down because on the flip side, you have other people who maybe don't enjoy J. Crew Factory. And when they go to J. Crew, they don't like anything. And so they don't buy anything. So sometimes people are scared that they're gonna lose out on money because those people aren't purchasing things because they're focused on somebody else. Um, I'm here to tell you, don't worry about it. You focus on your people because if you can get even just, you know, a couple of people who truly love all of your resources and will buy all of your resources, then you will have a successful business. I love what Pat Flynn says in his book, Super Fans. He talks about how you only need a couple of super fans. You don't need a ton of people who are really into you. You just need a couple of people who are really into you, who will buy all of your products, who will recommend you to all their friends, and then you will have a successful business. That is, by the way, a really great book, especially if you're looking at um, content marketing or social media or that kind of stuff. So I'll link that down below because it gives you lots of ideas for how to build an audience. So having a niche is really important because you wanna make sure that when someone comes to your store that is your ideal customer, that they want to purchase all of the things. If they only like some things and not others, then they're not gonna be your ideal customer and they're only gonna buy some things. We want people who wanna buy everything. So how do you achieve that? By niching down. So when you have a niche, a niche again is that corner of the internet where what you enjoy and what you're good at and what people are buying all intersect. That is where your niche is going to be. 
That being said, the best thing to do, especially if you're new and maybe you don't know what you enjoy yet, is to just have your niche be whatever you are. So I teach elementary music, therefore my niche is elementary music. Okay. If you teach second grade, maybe you start with just second grade resources because what's going to happen is that honestly, niching down is going to happen pretty organically. I started very much with just elementary stuff and I very quickly ended up getting to a couple of things that I do quite well that people started kind of expecting from me. And so those things are things like centers games. I do those really well. I even had a lot of people requesting some new ones. I am good at like Google Slides lessons and that's, you know, obviously a new one. And I'm really good at like print and go activities that don't need a lot of prep, especially when it comes to some plans. So those are kind of like my little area of elementary music. I still make a couple of other things, but that's kind of my main focus. But all of that again is within elementary music. So how I got there is I just started with elementary music. I just made whatever I wanted to, made whatever I was making in class. And from that, I organically created a smaller niche that people come to expect certain things from me. That happened because I paid attention to what I enjoyed and paid attention to where the sales come from. When I have a product that does really well, I look at ways that I can make similar products to that or I can do other things that replicate that success so that I can continue that success going in other areas. And if you do this system, it's going to organically provide you with a niche because you'll notice that certain products are selling better and you'll notice there are certain things you're really excited about and other things you maybe don't care about quite as much and that's totally fine but these are the things that you want to pay attention to to help you get to your niche and honestly if you just start with like second grade and continue organically you will eventually get to a niche now that being said if you want to speed up this process and get to your niche a little bit quicker then my suggestion would be to grab a notebook and start making lists list out all the products list out things that you are good at, list out things that you enjoy teaching, list out activities your kids love, like just make all the lists of all the things that you're good at, all the things your kids love, all the things you might be interested in, and look and see kind of where the similarities are. So for me, I even actually, I do this, I do this constantly because I'll be like, oh, what products do I need to make? So I was thinking like, okay, what products do I need to make in the next couple of months between now and like the end of the school year? And y'all, First of all, of course my list is like two miles long. Secondly, as I, even as I did this, and I already, you know, have a bit of a niche, but as I did this, I found even more specifically, like I found so many products that like these go together, these go together, these go together, and so many like games and just lots of things that I could tell were very much part of my niche. And I could tell they were gonna do well because they're part of my niche, they're part of things that I already do, which means that they're going to do better. So you can do the same thing. Just start writing down product ideas, start writing down things you're good at, things you enjoy, and then see kind of where the similarities lie. And if you notice a lot of things are going to go into certain buckets, then those buckets are now your niche. What you don't want, and the reason people make such a big deal about niches is you don't want to have a bunch of like random resources that have nothing to do with each other. So what I mean by this is if you're doing like kindergarten phonics lessons and eighth grade math lessons those have nothing to do with each other and the teachers who are buying those two different things are very different 
teachers. You really want, the point of your niche is to have a teacher who is like your golden audience. So if you have two very different sets of teachers coming to your store, then they're always gonna only like half of your stuff. Or if you have even more, you know, then you got 12th grade history and like all the things, it's just gonna be confusing. People will go to your store and they're like, huh, that's weird, I don't know what's going on here. And they might not buy very much stuff. So that's the point of having a niche is when you have random things, then they don't go together, they don't make sense. You can't build an audience because you're talking to too many different people and it just becomes a mess and it's very, that's, that's a good word for it. It's very messy and it's very confusing. We want things to be very simple for our customers so that they feel very confident in pressing that buy button. So if you're wondering how niche is, you know, niche enough, I would say at least start with like a grade level or a subject and an area. So if you wanna do like all math stuff, great. Maybe you do math for lower elementary or math for upper elementary or math for middle school. But I wouldn't do math for kindergarten and math for eighth graders because that's a really wide span. I would keep two, is the same type of teacher going to purchase my product? Not all of your teachers are going to purchase your products, but if they can come to their store and they can purchase all your things, then you're on the right track because that's gonna be how you get to your niche. So if you look at your store and you're like, these are very different people, then you've gone a bit too far. So make sure that you niche down into a certain type of teacher. Now, does that mean you need to go delete a bunch of stuff that you already have up? Not necessarily. You are welcome to leave it and it can just be an outlier, but I would definitely say to focus on something specific something you know elementary music and then like elementary music centers or however you want to do that now that being said i'm not against branching out especially once you've had your store for a long time uh, you don't want to branch out super soon but sometimes your best selling products are going to be things that you branch out in so for example i made last year in 2021 i made a virtual field trip and i had never made a virtual field trip before and it went so well and so after that i made a whole lot more virtual field trips and now i have a lot of virtual field trips in my store and i never would have done that if i hadn't branched out of my comfort zone a little bit so i don't actually want you to be like i make centers activities i don't make anything else I only make centers activities. It's totally fine to focus on something. It's good to focus on something, but don't be afraid to branch out a little bit. That being said, my virtual field trips are still being purchased by the same people who are purchasing my centers resources and are purchasing my sub plans. So it's still the same type of teacher. It's still the same person I'm going after. It's just a slightly different product. I would not branch out from, you know, again, kindergarten math to eighth grade math. Maybe kindergarten to first grade, maybe kindergarten to second grade, but I wouldn't go that far because you're just gonna have such a different set of clientele coming to your store that it's gonna be confusing. Also, when you get to things like that, like age group wise, especially things that appeal to elementary teachers don't appeal to high school teachers because they're serving different clientele. So they have different needs and they have different thoughts. And so they're going to look at things a lot differently. So be okay with branching out a little bit, but don't branch out so much that a different type of teacher is then coming to your store. 
The last thing I want to mention is the idea of having two teachers pay teacher stores. I have two teachers pay teacher stores. And so I've gotten a lot of questions from people about like, is it okay to have these two things in my store? And it all boils down to how closely they are related. So my two stores are elementary music and Bible lessons. Those are very different. Now, is there a crossover? Yes, but for the most part, the people that shop at one are not shopping at the other and vice versa because they're very different audiences. They're very different people. And so that's why I have two separate stores and I have two, you know, stores with quite a few products in them. If I had gotten started and I had like, you know, one random Bible resource, I probably would have just stuck it in my other TBT store. But if you want to actually have, you know, another set of things going, then it might be a good idea to open them when they are that different. Now, if they're closer, then you can get away with not doing it. So I got a question the other day from someone who taught like math and science and they were like, should I make two different stores? Honestly, if you're doing math and science for both like high school, I would just say I have math and science resources and there's your niche math and science. <laughs> um, but if you, again, kindergarten phonics and 12th grade English or 12th grade math, then you're going to want separate stores. So it just boils down to how different things are, whether or not the same type of people and the same people are going to be going to your store and purchasing them and all of that stuff. So that's when you want a second store when they're so completely different then they have nothing to do with each other. I wanted to make this video and make it very chill because niching down is something that can be a little bit stressful because like everybody says that you have to do it and it's like, but what is it and how do I do it? And what is this? But I also wanted to let you know that you don't need to stress about it. People put a lot of emphasis on niching down and especially on teachers pay teachers. It doesn't have to be, again, I only write second grade reading passages. You can be a little more flexible than that. And so I always say, think of the teacher. Is this teacher going to like all of these products? What type of teacher is going to like all these products? Because you might have, you know, if you're doing like digital activities or maybe you're doing like brain breaks and like stuff like that, there's lots of different things you can do, but just make it so that the same type of teacher is wanting to purchase all of your products. And that's how you want to think of it. Don't stress out. The good thing about teachers is that you teach one thing and so you can take that one thing and that can be your niche for now until you decide a little more clearly what things you do enjoy and how you kind of want to navigate the waters. Pay attention to the data, pay attention to what you enjoy, but don't stress about it and just try to keep it in the same, you know, realm of possibilities. I hope this video was helpful. I hope it was not stressful. If you already have a niche, I would love to know down below what that niche is. So let us know and I can't wait to meet you. Thanks so much for watching and I'll see you next time. Bye. Mm -hmm.